I'm a big fan of talking to strangers. Now, we're growing up to to not talk to strangers, right? Don't talk to strangers, they're dangerous, like danger, stranger danger, that's it, stranger danger. But you know, I'm a big fan of talking to strangers. I mean, I've, I've traveled the world and I travel solo. So I need, I need people, I need people wherever I am. I need help, I need support, I need guidance, I need friends, I need lovers wherever I am. I need all sorts, I need collaborations. I need people. The oldest person that I met was this guy on this bus in Morocco, right? So I was going from Shevshawin, which is in the north of Morocco. It's called the Blue City. Everything's kind of like blue and whitewashed. There's lots of cats everywhere as well. It's high up in the mountains. I was going to the Sahara Desert, so I was just taking the route down. And I met this guy. So it was a long journey, by the way, guys. It was a long journey. And I saw some shit on that journey, which really, really shifted me. I saw young children being sold to European men and I just saw all of this madness along the journey. It was a long journey. It was like a day or two um, on the chicken bus. It was, you know, those goats and chickens on the bus. And actually I was being abused on the bus to the point where I had to, I had to say something. This guy was actually trying to slip his hand through the chair to fill my bum. It was like the weirdest fucking thing ever. <laughs> I was like, what? Um, but yeah, I raised hell over that. Anyway, I met this um, this guy. So this super old guy, right? He's got one eye and he's got a long beard and he's got this, was it like a flute or something on him? So he's just this one-eyed, long-bearded Moroccan guy with a flute. So I ended up sitting next to him. The reason why is he was the only person actually on the bus that spoke English. So he could actually kind of help me translate when I wanted to buy stuff. Like whenever we stopped off, I couldn't really um, communicate. And also, and also, I didn't want to get ripped off so much. So I kind of found him and we started chatting and it was great. Now the bus was mega delayed. So I planned on meeting somebody at the stop where the bus was at the place where the bus was supposed to stop and the bus was just mega delayed on the roads like we were just super delayed eight hours or something like that so the meeting with the person I was supposed to have because I was meant to stay at their house it didn't go ahead and I wasn't really well connected there was no connection so it was just one of those situations where I basically had nowhere to stay and I'm going to this like village village there's nobody there um kind of not not really okay to not have any point of contact do not have a map of the place yeah so it was kind of fucked so i met this guy and i ended up sitting next to him and he was kind of he was really cool so guys listen we got to we got to destination and again i'm like oh don't know what to do, don't have anywhere to stay, no Wi-Fi connection, it's really late, so I couldn't book myself a hotel or anything like that just for the night. The street lights are off, couldn't see a thing. He was like, you can come and stay with me. Freeze this for a sec. What would you guys do? Would you stay with him? Or would you try and find a hotel and get yourself your own accommodation? So I followed him to his house. 
And I tell you, we got in. I mean, it's this traditional, traditional Moroccan house, which is one thing that I really liked. I really appreciated actually being on the insides of something like that. He's ancient. Like this guy's like a hundred years old. So it's real traditional. Um, so I go into his house and it's a pit style. He's super messy, man. Like so, so messy. I guess he's old, so he can't really like clean up so well. And then... We go up and he takes me to this bedroom where essentially it was, it was my bedroom. He gives me some food and everything, which was so, so good. Really nice, like tagine with bread, yum, yum. It was gorgeous food. And then I go to sleep. It's super late, right? I go to sleep. I wake up to this kind of banging noise and then I see this other person. I'm like, ah, who are you? What's going on? Where am I as well? <laughs> You know when you wake up and you're in a different place? A lot of time this happens when, you know when you've been drinking at a friend's or a date or something like that and then you wake up in the morning and then you're like, where am I? <laughs> you know that feeling. Yeah, so I felt that feeling. And also I heard all of this banging noise as well. So this woman comes in the room, like this woman, this, this Moroccan woman, she's kind of like plump and she was wearing her hijab, like, you know, you know, proper Moroccan woman. And she's just smiling at me, right? And he, he, he comes in and says, oh, this is my sister. She's just cooking us breakfast. So I ended up being a little bit of a spectacle, right? Which is fine. I mean, she, she, so she cooked us breakfast and everything like that. And I got treated quite well. Now, the, the super, super cool thing about the story is this dude is addicted to PlayStation. <laughs> so in the living room, he's just... Like, he's, like, handing me the PlayStation controller. And he's like, play, 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 play. Come on, let's play. So, like, he puts in that car game, like, Need for Speed. And I'm just playing against him all day on the PlayStation. So the story really did flip around. And then his sister's just coming in and out of the room, just serving all of this food. It's just the most bizarre situation ever. I had to take myself away from the PlayStation mid-afternoon I had to say to him look I'm gonna go out there I'm leaving my stuff here because I had like a backpack full of stuff even like cameras and everything like that full of stuff look I'm leaving my stuff here and I'm gonna try and find my friend the person that I'm supposed to be staying with here and I'm also gonna try and find some wi-fi connection because back then you actually had to find wi-fi it's not everywhere there's no I didn't have a sim or anything like that like I had to literally find it um <laughs> So I had to leave him and I eventually found my friend because my friend literally, the nice thing about traveling in Africa, Asia and South America is that when people give you directions to the house or when they're in a village, they tell you you're going to pass this blue thing and then you go down this thing. Like they really describe it because there's no, there's no, this is the thing, there's no street numbers. There were no street numbers. There were no door numbers. So you just had to go by what they tell you. But, you know, they know how to describe where they are. So I followed the description and I ended up at this friend's house and then had my bearings. So then I went back and I had to break the news to my friend, my one-eyed, 100-year-old Moroccan guy who played the flute, who had this obsession with PlayStation that unfortunately I had to leave. So guys, that's one of the stories of trusting strangers. Now, let me ask you again, from the beginning, would you go with the stranger, a one-eyed Moroccan man who had one tooth and had a flute? Or would you try and sort out your own accommodation all right, guys, thank you so much for listening. I hope that you enjoyed it. 
happy to get your perspective on this and yeah just stay tuned for the next one